I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast. My name is Stu Whiffin. I will be your host today. Um, it's episode 19. It's the last one before Christmas. How are we at episode 19 already? Okay, so what have we got coming up for you today? I'll tell you what, before I even tell you what we've got coming up, let's tell you what you missed. Last week, we had Jenny Falconer of Rum Pod on. We had Rihanna Coleman of BBC Earth on. And we had superstar himself, Ed Gamble, on from Off Menu. So if you missed that, why are you here? Go back and listen to that one first. Enjoy it. Better still go and subscribe and then you won't miss any of them. Also, you still have time to get over to vote in our end-of-year poll winners poll. It's all explained to you at podbiblemag.com. Go over there, cast your vote for all your favourite podcasts, and then next year we will announce all the winners. All right, let's get on with today's episode. Talking about their podcast, Tape Notes, is absolute radio royalty and their podcast royalty. It is the delightful John Kennedy. Hello, John Kennedy. Hello, Stu. Um, I would like you to tell me all about the Tape Notes podcast. Okay, excellent. Well, Tape Notes is a podcast that has been going for a couple of seasons. Um, we talk and explore the combination of producer and artist so it's a way of trying to unravel the magic and the chemistry that helps create amazing music together so we sit a producer who's kind of in control of the original recordings and the stems of those recordings and get them with the artists that they've worked with and um Explore this through of a song, but also maybe an album as well, over uh, three three tracks from that record. So often we'll come with somebody will bring in a demo that they've got. So in many cases it will be like a phone demo. So say in the case of Marika Hackman, she's at home on her mum and dad's piano working out an idea she has and she records it on her phone. So you can hear in its real so embryonic. You, so you get to hear those original piano recordings wow. that don't end up anywhere near what she ended up doing. Yeah. And then you see the journey of that initial idea and how that evolves and changes and mutates. And then when it's brought to the producer, how he or she helps shape that and develop that and capture uh, the original ideas of the artist. And it's a great way of seeing that combination of two people or three people or four people, because it could be a band, it could be a couple of producers. Um, But it's a great way of seeing how they communicate, really, and seeing what special chemistry that they have together because they really do it's amazing how they each help each other create and expand on their ideas and and it's quite special being part of that conversation and hopefully that is the feeling for the listener of the podcast so in in episodes will you sit at the desk as well and hear isolated tracks and things like that totally so often we'll go to where they've worked on a particular record um that could be just a house or it could be a proper studio and hopefully and generally the case is that the producer is completely on top of all the technology and is able to draw up individual snare hits or individual strums of a guitar or you know that that kind of thing and um, say in the case of metronomy joe from metronomy went back to the demos of his uh 
his album, you know, where he was like recording in his bedroom, the squeaky door of his bedroom that got used yeah. on the album and, and stuff like that. And, and so in unraveling that technique and, and how they do that, you also hear the stories around it. So the original ideas behind a song or the lyrical ideas behind a song, how the producer and the artist got to meet, how they met, how they developed their relationship, yeah. really. No. Real peek behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah, I mean, that is a great phrase because we yeah. went to talk to Lucy Rose and the producer who's worked on her last couple of albums in a place in Brighton. And she actually records her voice and her singing between two curtains. So he's got this amazing house in Brighton and you walk upstairs to the living rooms, the kitchen's downstairs, and but the living room's upstairs and that is the studio. But it's two rooms divided by two curtains. Okay. So in order to create a, a voice isolation booth yeah. for Lucy, who doesn't like singing in front of people even yeah. though she's a great performer but the, the curtains will be closed and she'll be popped between the curtains with a microphone in complete darkness and is able to just kind of sing there yeah. to her heart's content and you draw the curtains back and you're just in the living room again which is where there's a piano and you know he can set up a little drum kit if he needs to and yeah. it's, it's kind of mad because it's a residential area yeah but they they create really amazing recordings there so i'm interested as to why Radio royalty John Kennedy has, uh, has dipped his feet into podcasting. Why was that? Why? Well, because I met two people, Tim and Will. So I used to be involved with a festival called In the Woods, which was based in a wood in Kent. That's what he said. And um, was run by these two guys, Tim and Will. And I'd met them through their friend Charlie, who at the time was the drummer in a band called Laurel Collective, but he's also a producer and records people. And so... One night I was at a gig that I was putting on with Laurel Collective and they had a laptop open. They were saying, oh, look at our festival that we run. It's really cool. You should come down. And and it looked completely amazing. And so um, the following year, uh, they said, look, come and be the compare. And so they run two stages and the way they run it was that you could, that on the main stage, there'd be one band and that band would end and then you'd walk 25 feet away to the other stage yeah. and there would never be a, a musical clash and so I introduced the bands on each stage so about yeah. 20 bands in all and it was absolutely fantastic and so through that I met Tim and Will and um, both of them are very involved in music and have music backgrounds um, Will actually studied with Charlie where they, they all did this um, production course a, a four-year trainee producer course called the Tom Meister which is an internationally acclaimed course on production techniques um, and Charlie and Will were both on that so they were very interested in production and they were also based in the studio that Charlie works at Iguana Studios in Brixton and they have a little office there and so they were really interested in that idea about that magical chemistry between producers and artists and how how it works yeah. um, because they'd witnessed it with Charlie and some of the bands that he'd sure. worked with so he'd worked with Alt-J and from the very beginning with Alt-J from when they were just emerging from Leeds and really helped develop their sound and their recordings and so within the woods they had kind of got some money from um, the Arts Council to, to develop In the Woods website and to develop uh, an In the Woods podcast and they had been doing a lot of recording at the festival so they had a barn and they would have the barn sessions where everybody was playing would go in and record a few songs for the barn oh, sessions wow. they were trying to work out ways of using that material how how do we use this sure. in the best possible way so it was filmed but also you had the audio they put an album out and and it's all really great hmm. um so they got in touch out of the blue and said we're thinking of doing this thing 
do you want to be involved? You know, we we see you as somebody who would be great to to present it and do the interviews. And so I had a chat with them and thought, well, that sounds like a great idea. So we did a couple of kind of trials and and it's just continued from there, really. So how did you settle on the format of the podcast, John? Um, well, the idea was that by getting the producer and the artist together, you would be able to get that raw material. So those embryonic songs sure. you know hopefully they'd have some kind of archive or record of it and they'd be willing with a bit of persuasion to share it with the world because yeah. it's quite interesting watching people's faces when they're they're playing their original demos yeah. it's like oh my god you how, how have we let you yeah. <laughs> share this with people but at the same time it's quite a nice thing for them and also when you get two people like that or a few people like that who are very involved in something um, and you get them talking about what they like talking about which is ultimately music and sure. how do you do it um, then they're in their world you know they, they really open up and they really relax and really um, tell you their, their secrets in a way um, which is one of the things that you know I found through radio is that it, I've been lucky and that a lot of people I talk to about music the main thing that we talk about is the music sure. it's not about their lifestyle or yeah. what might have been written about them in the in the press mm-hmm. it's mainly to do with how do you do what you do and why yeah. do you do what you do and so in a way tape notes was a way of me building on those kind of relationships that i've i've had with people through radio and and expanding them and going even deeper which is really really nice with you know the, the, the producer usually can bring the really technical stuff to life and and it's also part of the idea for tape notes was that it would appeal to people involved in music. So it has a, an appeal to a variety of different people, music fans, um, people who are interested in stories, I think, um, but also music technology nerds sure. <laughs> who want to find out yeah. how the hell do they do that. Mm. And you can get little tips through listening to it. And, and the idea would be that it could appeal to 15-year-olds who are trying to record themselves at home, yeah. 50-year-olds who've been spending their lives recording yeah. music and trying to get it right, yeah. and, you know, everybody in between. So with tape notes, John, would there be a, a sort of an episode that you would – say will be a good introduction to the podcast that that the people can you know get a real sort of cross-section of what to expect from from other episodes sure maybe the biggest band we've talked to so far are the 1975 okay and we got to talk to them just after they'd won a brit award wow um the morning of so we were kind of a bit apprehensive thought maybe they'd be well hung over and maybe they were it's hard to work out but we got to talk to matty and to george so they're uh the the two kind of main ingredients of the band in the sense that George handles production and Matty has a lot of different ideas and and writes the words. And so it was really great to see that relationship in a kind of close proximity because Matty is amazing. I mean, he's a kind of genius, but he's like scattershot, talks nonstop. And George is the kind of solid guy at the back, drums in the live shows, but he's also working all these different production ideas. And he's um, they're both from the north, but George has got a really deep guttural voice and and talks slowly as opposed to yeah. Matty's like 90 miles an hour and so to to hear that combination and hear the, how they work yeah. together was really exciting and really interesting and, and also that is the yin to the yang that you need in a producer and an artist isn't it completely yeah completely and and um and how they create their work is is pretty amazing you no know, because it you know it starts in so many different ways and so that's a great one um, for anybody who wants to dip their toe from a, a kind of pop perspective, because yeah. we talk to lots of other people, um, but maybe 
slightly more obscure people as well. So, so that's a good one um, as an entry point. And the interesting thing is that I've talked to a lot of musicians who have listened to that podcast mainly because they want to know how they do it. They might not even like the 1975. Yeah. I've talked to quite a few people who don't like the 1975, yeah. but they want to know how they do it. They're trying to work out what is the magic? What, how yeah. did that? Why is it that yeah. they're able to come up with these things? And so, you know, it's quite interesting that they all really enjoyed it despite their initial opposition to the 1975. Sure. They come out and it's like, oh, actually, I'm quite interested in them. I think they're quite good now. They're winning people over, it seems, daily at the moment. Yeah, and rightly so. Wonderful. Thank you, John. My pleasure. There you go. That was John Kennedy talking about tape notes. Uh, I love any opportunity I'll get to, to sit down with John. He's a, a absolutely lovely guy and... Who better to do a podcast on music? Okay, we're going to take a quick break now. I will catch up with you in a sec. Okay, welcome back. And now we have our first recommendation of today's episode. And it's from Monty Onanugu from No Country for Young Women. And it's the first appearance from Monty. Uh, her and Sadia um, recorded uh, a few different bits and pieces when they come in. So there'll be more to come from them in the future. And they were an absolute delight. But right now... Let's get Monty's first recommendation. Monty. Hello. Give us a recommendation. <laughs> Look at me like that. <laughs> um, so my recommendation uh, would be uh, SYM, which is a podcast I'm really fond of. Um, SYM stands for Say Your Mind, but it's also uh, quite fondly known as Suck Your Mum. Right. Um, and it's uh, created and uh, hosted by Kelechi Okafor. She is a pole dance instructor. She owns a studio. She's a writer, director, actor, and a bunch of other things as well. But I think she's really cool. Um, her podcast for me has has really encouraged me to say more of my mind and use my voice um, more actively and to stand up for myself. But her podcast is a lot about uh, social um, aspects around just being black or being a woman. And it's I, I feel that it's a really positive podcast that helps encourage people. Just listening to her most recent episode really resonated with me about just being confident about where I am in life at the moment and forging ahead. So I think she's awesome. It's very sweary. It's uh, very uh, in your face and quite direct. So if you want to get your life, I would say SYM. How did you discover it? I saw something on Black Girl Festival. Um, so Black Girl Festival is a, a, an annual festival where we celebrate black women and black girls. So I think I found that she was a lineup there and I was looking into her and then I realized she had a podcast and I listened and I was in Italy at the time and someone had made a funny gorilla sound at me. And, and this uh, podcast just resonated with me and it was, uh, I just felt at home with it. If you were to send someone there that hadn't listened to it before, would there be a standout episode that you'd, you'd send them to first? Oh, there are loads. There really are loads. Um, and, her podcasts uh, sort of uh, align with what's going on at the time, whether it be in the UK or further afield. One that I, I guess uh, resonates with me is uh, a particular episode. I think it's called Sorry for What? Because I'm constantly apologising um, and I've had to learn to not apologise when I haven't done anything wrong. So um, that podcast, I guess, helped give me permission or, or gave me permission to, you know, not 
be so apologetic and less of a pushover because I think sometimes I try and please people mm. um, and this podcast has uh, made me realise I don't have to. Would you say it's influenced your podcast? I think it's influenced uh, my voice uh, and uh, the things that come out of it, what I'm passionate about um, and not to be afraid of of I guess, using my voice in speaking. When we first started doing our podcast, I wasn't always, I wasn't sure whether I had anything relevant or valid to say. Mm. Um, but this podcast has helped reinforce the fact that I am valid. Um, I don't have to know it all or have experienced it all. Uh, but the little experience that I do have, you know, may resonate with other people in some way. And so, you know, my voice is just as valid as anyone else's. Monty, thank you. Thanks. There you go. Thank you very much, Monty. Honestly, we had such a blast when, when they come into the ACAR studios to record this. So I'm looking forward to you guys getting an opportunity to listen to them on future episodes. All right. Our second recommendation today comes from Mark Haynes from WrestleMe. Please enjoy it. Okay, up next is WrestleMe podcast host Mark Haynes with a recommendation for you. Uh, well, I'm going to recommend Brian and Roger. It's a um, a, a, a sitcom by uh, Dan Skinner, who is uh, Angelos Epithemu from uh, Shooting Stars, and Harry Peacock, who plays Ray Purchase in Toast of London. And it's a series of uh, phone calls between the two of them. They play Brian and Roger. And you can basically sum it up by Brian is a guy just trying to get on in life and Roger is horrible. <laughs> and I might have got the names in the wrong order there. I think, actually, I've listened to it since since I was like, oh, I better, you know, bone up on this. I, I, I'm slightly aware I'm not sure they know which is which either, <laughs> but it doesn't matter at all in the grand scheme of things. And it's just a, a, a back-and-forth conversation, usually about one of the schemes that Brian is bringing in and uh, invariably is going to ruin Roger's life. And I think it's a thing of beauty. They're about 15 minutes long. There's two series worth, and they are just... The funniest thing, I think, that exists in British comedy podcasting. I think they're amazing. How did you discover it? Well, I discovered it because I, it's actually made by the company that I'm part of. And I know that sounds like now you're going to go, well, that is totally invalidating everything I've said before. <laughs> but one of the things that's really important to me about Brian and Roger as well is it's the beauty of what we do as podcasters. So I was at the Edinburgh Festival. I've got this small podcast company. And I was sitting on a wall having a beer. And someone said to me, uh, did you say you did something about podcasting? And I said, yes. And they said, well, Dan Skinner's over there. He was just saying to me, he's got a podcast idea he'd like to do. And I said, oh, well, tell him to come have a chat. So over came Dan. We'd never met before. And Dan sort of said, I've got this idea. And I said, well, let's do it. And you can just do it in podcasting. You can just say, come on, let's just do it. So that was late August. And I think we got the first series in the bag by the end of September. And it's it's that for me is everything that's great about this industry is that you can meet someone when you're sitting on a wall with a pint of beer. They can have a say, I've got a great idea. You can say, let's do it. And a month later, that thing exists. And I think it's it's marvellous. There's a nice thing about it is I'm not involved in that. I don't I don't write it. I don't produce it. That's produced by Joel Morris, who is uh, one of the guys from Rule of Three, the comedy podcast. And he, he does a great job on it. But I'm not involved in it in any other way other than 
I said, let's do it. And I listen to those and I think they are works of genius. It, it would be such a different story if I'd have said, let's make that podcast and that podcast was terrible. I'd look like a right idiot. <laughs> but that for me is the beauty of what we do. There's nothing to stop you. All you need is a microphone and a little bit of creative inspiration and you have got a series. I mean, that's just the greatest thing about what we do. Yeah. And am I right in saying that with this podcast with Brian and Roger, this is one where you can dip in and out. Uh, each each episode has its own sort of narrative. You don't need to listen. Yeah, that's right. You can pick, a, pick an episode at random and uh, I can guarantee by the end of it, you'll laugh. I, I was listening to some that haven't come out yet for the series three and there was one that started and there were the first two messages they left. I thought, oh, I don't quite know if they've found their feet on this one. And then the third one, it all falls into place. And I was just like, this is genius. And I do think it's genius. You can listen to any single one of them. There is not one that isn't as good as the others. They have an amazing standard of quality. And I think the performances are brilliant. They are. They they will just take this. I think this will this 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 for me is one of those podcasts that I think this is just the start of it for them. I don't know what the future is going to hold, but I think it's gonna it's gonna do something beyond what we're doing. And that is the most exciting thing about it all. Brilliant. Perfect, Mark. Thank Great. you very much. You're welcome, lads. There you go. Thank you very much, Mark Haynes. That's one of Adam's absolute favourite podcasts. He was in his element when we sat there recording this. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. This brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, Thanks ever so much for listening. As I mentioned at the beginning, please go and subscribe. That way you don't miss any of these episodes. Um, You can follow us on social media. We're on all the platforms under at Pod Bible. Um, If you've never read Pod Bible, then um, why not head over to podbiblemag.com. You can read all the back issues. You can read the blog. And there's everything Pod Bible related all at that website. If there's anything else, why not drop us an email? You can email us at info at podbiblemag.com. And here we go, the big crescendo. Pod Bible Podcast is delighted to be brought to you by Audible.